Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm Youngmi Mir. I'm the host. And I have an announcement to make this week. I'm shifting this podcast because it used to be mostly interview based. I would invite a guest on to share a sad story and then we would try to laugh about it in hopes of hair growing out of their butthole Korean style. But I'm shifting it because I noticed that the episodes that I do on my own where I discuss a topic that has something to do with my life um, do way better. Like I've, I've noticed that you as a listener seem to be more interested in that, which makes sense to me because I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably um, identify with some of the things that I've gone through in my life as a Korean, white, biracial, Asian American, single mom that used to do drugs in San Francisco. I don't know. Like maybe some something about that is like hitting with you. And so I'm going to shift a way to doing solo episodes on my own where I discuss general topics. And I have a, okay, this is the thing. I have a Patreon, as you know, I don't do anything on it. And I don't expect anyone to donate, even, even though some of you do, and I'm very thankful. But I was thinking if you want, if you're interested in donating for the podcast, you can um, donate and then you can give a suggestion of a topic that you would like to hear me discuss. And if you, if you can't donate, which is totally fine, you can comment on the Instagram page for this podcast, Harry Butthole Podcast, which is definitely not shadow banned because of the name and it gets 10 likes of posts for absolutely no reason. Um, you can leave a comment and like tell me what you want me to discuss. And I will discuss it as long as it's something that I that I do have thoughts on. Like it can't be like the the Knicks, the New York Knicks or something. Cause I, I have no I have no idea. I don't even know what the, is that a, what is that? A bowling league? What football? Baseball. I don't know. If you really want me to talk about the Knicks, I can, but no one's going to enjoy that conversation because it's going to be me talking about who knows what, right? Um, yeah. So if you want to hear me talk about something specific, please leave me a comment on the Instagram or, you know, sign up for the Patreon or not. Who cares? Um, and I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say this. I know I always say this on the podcast. It's making me uncomfortable to say like, wow, it sounds like everyone wants to hear my opinions. It makes me f feel very unhinged. But an another good thing about shifting the, I guess, the premise of this podcast to solo episodes is that as I announced, I think it was two weeks ago on this podcast, I did sell a memoir and I am rotting away in my fucking apartment thinking my deranged thoughts all day and I think that I like in the process of just looking back at my life and thinking about things I am unearthing a lot of these thoughts and I feel like this is a great medium to discuss some of the things that you know I'm not really able to get into that much in the memoir so for the first ever episode this week, which you're listening to right now, 
I thought I would discuss Asian women, white guy relationships. Hold, hold, wait for it. I know a bunch of people just turned this podcast off right now, but wait for it from the perspective of a child of that kind of relationship. So this, I know that this is the reason why I want to talk about it from the perspective of being a child from an Asian woman and white guy. It's because I, I see so much discourse online about this particular kind of interracial relationship, but I've noticed that the people that are discoursing away online are either, you know, Asian women or men or white people that live in Japan that have a lot of fucking thoughts, um, you know, Asian people. And I feel like there's kind of a lack of voices from the biracial children of that particular union. And I kind of wonder why, because doesn't, doesn't that, doesn't that seem weird that like I, I live that, like, I feel like I know Asian women, white guy relationships on another level than somebody that's just in one, you know? Cause I, I've, I've, I was a product of one and I grew up with it for like 38 years. Right. I've had, I've had a lot of unhinged thoughts about it. And so I, I do wonder why you don't really hear a lot from about that relationship from the people that are from those relationships. And so I, I feel like I wanted to say a few of my thoughts about that. But before I begin this discussion, which is making me very uncomfortable, I don't know if you noticed that I just started like stuttering and I'm like, oh my God, what am I saying? I feel like I'm offending everybody immediately. Um, before I start that discussion, I do want to say I don't in you know obviously this is a lot of this discussion is just going to be about interracial relationships in general and I don't want it to sound like I'm like centering white men in this discussion it's just that unfortunately for me I am from like an Asian woman white guy couple so I I know about that so that that's why I'm like phrasing it this way that I'm going to talk about that um, so I, I really hope if you're like in an interracial relationship and you're not white, um, I, I don't want you to feel like I don't think that that's as, you know, not as important or not as valid. I think that that is, there's probably so many more, so many other interesting things about those relationships, but you know, like I'm just, I'm just calling it that because that's like my specific experience and what I feel like I know about in Sort of like an insider baseball kind of way, you know? Is that what the 49ers are? Or what was I saying? The Knicks, the New York Knicks? Is that baseball? Insider base. See, I told you. I I, I knew all about the 49ers all along. It's not baseball, is it? I, I know I'm wrong. Okay. So, yeah. So, I don't want... Okay. Before I start this discussion, number one, I don't want anyone to think that I'm trying to center white men in inter, in the interracial relationship discourse I'm just coming at it from my personal angle and then secondly most importantly I think this is the most important thing that I want to say before talking about this is I want to make sure that everyone's on the same page about being kind to Asian women specifically that are in these relationships and I and the reason why I say this is because from what I've seen online it seems that Asian women take the fall a lot 
respect for all the negative aspects of these relationships. And that is very, very sad to me. You know, um, if, if anything, I just want to make sure to note that my priority is the, the comfort and safety of women that are in, in these relationships and their safety in the discussion of these relationships because I, I'm very I'm I just really dislike seeing all of these conversations centered around sort of blaming Asian women um and you know there's like a it, it seems like it's coming from both sides to be honest it feels like Asian men are targeting them and I think it's misogynistic and it does seem like white people some white people really think poorly of Asian women that date white men. And I think that's really racist. You know, I think there's like this very antiquated idea of like the Asian woman being like this dragon lady, you know, um, this evil villain sort of swooping in and stealing all these corn fed white men. And it, it just seems very like rooted in racism to always make it like like the fault of the Asian woman, you know? And I, I just want to bring awareness to that. And I just want to assure you that this conversation is not going to have that in it. But that being said, obviously, there are many Asian women out there and Asian people, not just Asian women, but Asian people that only date white people and they say really weird, internalized, racist internalized white supremacy stuff like ew I don't want to date an Asian person there we've all we've all heard Asian women saying that to Asian men and that's just a lot of you know self-hatred and I'm not gonna get into all that I'm not saying that they're it's like beyond the scope of possibility that Asian women have internalized racism too I'm just from like what I sense it just seems like more often than not they are being targeted unfairly. And so I just want to make sure to emphasize that, you know, if you are an Asian woman listening to this and you're kind of afraid that I'm going to be like, fuck you, that's not going to happen. Come on. Right. We all know this. If anything, I'm rooting for you. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So that's like a lot of like, like what I just discussed in that weird, awkward spiel is probably like what you're, what you've heard. If you, you know, have ever paid attention to this discourse online like sort of the arguments between Asian women and Asian men and Asian people. Sorry, like I don't mean to bring so much gender into this, but obviously this like the people that are having this discussion. Um, but again, there's like another perspective here from their children, right? And I just want to, <laughs> I'm just going to share this one. Like this is what I mean by the children of these relationships have like a perspective that I think a lot of the people in these relationships are not seeing. I'm going to give you one example. It's going to be fucking creepy. It's going to probably ruin your day. But let me just let me just share a glimpse of what my life is like as a as a Asian, right? And if you know, if you are in a relationship like this, this probably has not occurred to you, you know, if you haven't had children or anything, but if you are an Asian woman dating a white guy, I just want to share that if you have a daughter and she looks kind of Asian-y, um, 
she will not be able to go outside with your white ass husband alone without somebody referring to her as his wife, um, which is my reality. And it's, 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 it's hard because I remember when it started happening was when I was a teenager, when I was like probably 15 or 16, I literally couldn't go somewhere with my dad because people would refer to me as his like girlfriend or something, or they would just think that I was his girlfriend. There was a time, this is so bad. This is, oh my God. I'm like, uh, I'm struggling to breathe. There was a time when I was in my twenties that I went to a bar with my dad. And like when we walked in, there was like an old white guy there and he like gave him a weird, creepy, like approval thumbs up. And I cannot tell you the psychic harm that did to me as like a 23 year old. Do you know what I mean? Um, And again, like, is that anyone's fault? No, it's just the world is creepy and full of horrors, horrors that you would have have not imagined yet. Um, Is that is that like an Asian woman's fault for dating a white guy and marrying a white guy? No. Is that my mom's fault? Absolutely not. But is that something maybe you should be aware of that might be in your future or the future of your child? Maybe, you know, so that's something. And the funny thing is, like, to this day, because I'm so scarred by the like the the times that that happened to me. To this day, like my mom will be like trying to send me on an errand with my dad and I'll be like, absolutely not. I'm not going to the grocery store with my dad because I, I can't have them thinking that he's my 80 year old boyfriend. You know, did that ever occur to my mom that that would happen? You know, when she was dating him? I, I don't think so. But here we are living in, in this nightmare reality. I feel like that. I feel like that discussion doesn't ever come up. When, you know, people are arguing about Asian women dating white guys online. Does it? I don't know. But now you heard it here first. Um, I I have heard a lot of biracial people talking about that, though. There's like, um, you know, there's a society is confused by seeing people that are not the same race, even if they look similar. Like, I feel like my dad and I kind of look like I look like I'm his daughter, but People just see Asian, white guy, do you know what I mean? And they like immediately jump to conclusions. But uh, of course that happens um, in other ways too, which I like just like tweeted about. But like if you, and oh, I've seen a lot of biracial people talk about this. Like a lot of them, their mothers will be seen as their nannies, right? When they're small children, especially biracial kids that are um, white passing or like look more whatever not whatever the not race of the mom is and I just actually tweeted about that earlier today and already the comment section is filled with Asian women who are like this happens to me all the time and I don't think that maybe it did maybe you know you knew that it would happen but I, I don't think a lot of people you know that's not that's an unfortunate thing that you have to think about that other people don't have to think about, you know, looking like a different race than your child. And what does that mean to this world that is creepy and the world is viewing you through this like racist lens, like, a, you know, like a woman of color pushing a white baby around that has to be the nanny. And like, well, how does that feel for you? 
you know, and and how is that going to feel for your child? Again, I'm not like saying anything about I'm not like placing judgment on any of this. Like, I really hope that people understand that I'm OK with any kind of relationship. But it's just like something to be prepared for, you know, like and then it'll happen to you in the moment. You'll be like, hey, that's racist. Right. I don't know what I don't know what I was supposed to say when people call me my dad's wife. What am I supposed to say? That's gross. Right. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to think of a good comeback. Comment on the Instagram if you have a good comeback for if that ever happens again. I I swear to God, I hope it never happens again. But who knows? Um, Yeah. So there's all these like things that you have to think about, which I feel like now like just discussing i'm sorry i i feel like this episode sounds so spacey because i'm like maybe i'm like i need to process this more in like therapy before talking about this on the podcast but just talking about it right now i realize that these are two separate groups of discussions that happen almost it feels like two separate groups of people having them and it's like never really merged into each other but they are they are the same sort of discussion like you you see the people talking about people dating outside of their race and that's like a, a one group of people and then there's like people that are biracial or have biracial children and they're doing that discussion but it's like the two groups never realize that they're the same group you know just on a different timeline like that's kind of what it feels like anyway is that is that weird that you have to think about something like that when you're dating somebody and you know it's just like you're two months in like should you bring that up to your white boyfriend probably not I don't know that's a weird thing but like I guess as relationships get uh, more and more serious you do have to think about that right but I don't know what's that what's the answer there there was no problem there's no question there is no answer because there's no problem there people can date whoever they want and it's a beautiful thing you know it's healing the world not really, but um, <laughs> um, uh, that was that was hard for me to get through. I don't even know if it's like this. Is this listen toable? Is was it was it too awkward? Did it was it too much of a spiral? I'm like waiting for someone to reply to me. I forgot that I'm talking to myself. Um, I don't know. I I think you know the conclusion of like talking about this and into the microphone by myself is that it is weird that those two realms of conversation seem to rarely intertwine, even though they are part of the same conversation. You know what I want to ask? And please like feel free to leave a comment on the Instagram so I can on the post is if you are in this kind of relationship, do you think about, do you think about having biracial children? Like, does that like occur to you? Or is it just like something that you haven't thought about? Um, yeah, please leave comments on the post on the Instagram because I really want to hear or like maybe even on my Instagram page and I'll definitely see it. Is that something that you think about? Because I, you know, obviously I, um, it's kind of like what I wanted to ask my parents about. So my parents are older and they definitely did not think, think about the fact that I'm biracial. Like my mom very much sees me as a Korean person and my dad very much sees me as like a white person. And, you know, I, I like to say this joke a lot, but like biracial people are like, neither, you know, we're like a secret third thing. 
And I don't think it ever occurred to our parents that, right? Um, and of course, you know, this the larger part of this conversation is that obviously race is a social construct and it's not really real, but what I'm referring to is like how the world reads you. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's a spectrum. It falls on all ends of the spectrum. There are people that just look very one race or the other and they don't really have to grapple with the fact that a lot of people don't read them as mixed race and there are people that look very whatever people think mixed race people look like and they have to like sort of answer these questions about their racial makeup all the time which is also very tiring but yeah I guess the question I have to you all and please please leave a comment is like if you are in an interracial relationship like what are your thoughts about that like what do you what do you think about how like you know what do you think about having biracial children? Oh, I really want to know this, actually. Okay, I can't wait. Please, please leave comments on the post. Or, like, are you doing anything to prepare? That's my question. Because I feel like... um, I, I kind of wish that my parents did, you know? Like, to this day, I think they still don't understand that I'm biracial. Like, they only see me as, like, an extension of whatever race they are. So maybe I should ask my parents what what they did or but I'm sure that if you're listening to this now and you're dating or you know newly married and I'm assuming you're around my age like I'm sure now it's like way different that I'm sure that parents are being way more responsible with like racial identity and like reading books like if you have any books please let me know okay so that was like the first episode since the change in the podcast, let me know if you liked it. I'm sorry, that one was kind of an awkward one. I'm, I don't want you to hold the standard of this podcast moving forward to that because it was sort of rough talking through that. Kind of creepy. Um, creepy life experiences that I've had. But, you know, I really wanted to talk about it and it was rough, but we got through it and I feel like I did say what I wanted to say. Um, and I guess now I, it's so interesting because I really want to hear from it's all it's, it's there's all there's like this really interesting thing happening in like the timeline of the universe or something where I feel like I'm talking to my parents, but you are like talk and you're talking to like your future child or something. Do you know what I mean? Like we're reaching out and like I really want to talk to people in these relationships as like almost like like their child I know I'm not your child I'm probably 10 years older than you but like do you know what I mean like I, I want to hear from your perspective it's like such an interesting conversation so let me know what you think about the new format hopefully you like um you like the new path that I'm taking with the podcast if you don't let me know as well I can start scheduling other interviews and if you want to donate to the patreon you can and i will probably go through those topics before the instagram just because you know i am thankful that you're donating money but if you can't donate feel free to leave a comment on the instagram either mine or the hairy butthole and i will see it and i will get to it as long as it's not the new york knicks so thank you very much for listening. You can follow me on social media at YMMayor or Young Me Mayor on TikTok. And you can follow the podcast at Harry Butthole Podcast on Instagram. 
and again, the Patreon was Harry Butthole Podcast at patreon.com. Bye.